And welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We're happy to have you aboard. We appreciate you taking the time for the next hour to listen to what we have to say about the gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamond markets. With me today is Jeremy Wiseman, as always, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, myself, Darren Long. And we are going to be spending today's show talking about a number of topics that relate to gold and silver, where they are right now. We couldn't be more excited. This is an opportunity of a lifetime as far as we're concerned. And we're going to examine what the relationship is between what we saw in 2008 and all of the red flags and what we're seeing today and all of the red flags now. And this will give you some sense, hopefully, of why we believe you should own gold and silver. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver The website to visit is guildhallwealth.com. That's guildhallwealth.com. There you can get a subscription to the Precious Metals newsletter, our weekly contribution to you as our listeners, give you, uh, previewing an update of all the articles we think are pertinent to you. In addition to that, if you want an investor kit and you want to know more about investing in gold and silver, that website can be used and that number can be called. Jeremy, today we are going to talk about a fortunate situation that fell into our laps uh, this past week. We had the opportunity on Tuesday morning to speak with none other than Andrew McGuire, who if you're in the silver markets and you've been dealing with that, uh, you'll know the name. And it was quite a telling phone call. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar with Andrew McGuire, he is known as the quote unquote whistleblower on on the manipulations in the market. And uh, as we know, every market has interventions at this point, even if you look at something as um, innocuous as companies borrowing money and buying back their own stock to push up their stock price and give themselves big fat bonuses without actually creating any good in the economy. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Andrew McGuire uh, went to the CFTC with his lawyers. They showed how it worked, et cetera, et cetera. But he's still in the business and he's a massive player in the business. And he's, he, you know, one of the things that he was stressing with us on the, on that phone call, Darren, was just how tight the physical market is. In in other words, what that means is is trying to acquire large amounts of silver, even if it's as you know, basically twenty, thirty thousand ounces of physical silver is a very tough task in this market. Near and diff- near near impossible right now. Yeah. I'm so saying. getting getting a few hundred ounces here and there is is pretty easy, but there's a certain amount of pushback by major banks and entities when you want to accumulate a large amount. And I think this is a massive signal to him that this tightness in the market is is a is a loaded spring, that this market's about to take off. And every single article that's out there, Darren, I, I think throughout the show, we'll just throw out some of these titles. But it seems the entire silver industry is massively bullish at this point. Well, for good reason, Jeremy. There is a lot happening that is mimicking or acting in the same way. And you know what they say about history. It has a tendency to repeat itself, as we saw back in 2008 and coming up to 2008. Some of those hallmark signs we'll discuss on this show today. Now, Andrew McGuire was uh, kind enough to give us about a half hour of his time. We were discussing a multitude of different uh, business-related questions and things that we're involved with. And we're happy to say that Andrew was well in support of the silver price at 1650 where it is right now. So if you're a buyer looking to enter a market and you're looking for the opinion of an expert who's been in this arena for a long time, currently sits in the arena and is buying at this price range, Andrew McGuire was saying that 16 
50.05 was the exact trigger mark that he was happy to get this week. And uh, he buys all over the world in different types of markets from uh, futures markets to physical markets. And he's taking delivery on futures contracts. His clients are uh, dealing with very large sums of bullion. So this is very exciting news. And again, a precursor to what we're going to be saying are the reasons behind why we feel so confident right now uh, to get into these markets of gold and silver. So with that in mind, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Again, get your free investor kit there. Get on to the Precious Metals newsletter through our website, guildhallwealth.com, and find out more about how to actually buy gold and silver. Jeremy. Yeah, so thinking about this 1650 point, I was having a, a great discussion with a client this week, and sort of the question was sort of how low is low? When How do you know how when you've got a great, great price in silver? We know that on the overall trend of things, the price of silver is is undervalued in a market where everything else is completely overvalued, and that should be enough. But sometimes we have a tendency to get sort of myopic on our views and, and start to pinpoint, well, I want this specific number in order to make me feel like I should get into the market. In my opinion, that's erroneous because that's the same sort of uh, issue you're going to have at the top of the market. Well, I'm waiting for this particular price, and you're ignoring the fact that you've made 400% or more, right? Um, and, and we've seen that type of behavior happen. But what I was discussing with my client is we were looking over the last six months, even to a year in, in the price of silver. And, you know, you look at where the, the market has bottomed. It's had several bottoms in the market. It's had several tops in the market. And really that 1650 area is that midway point. But once you add the nuance of the fact that we're really at, at the price of production here. So, you know, you know you can't get that much lower in the price because a whole bunch of people will, will jump in. In other words, there's strong support. And we've been going through consolidation. There's no fear in this market. There's no one that's going to freak out if the market goes down 50 cents and there's going to be a whole avalanche of selling. Those days are behind us. So I think the 1650 just makes sense right now. And I think I gathered from our discussion with Andrew uh, that there is a necessity, and I will use my own words here, not Andrew's, there is a necessity to take the largest foot ever known to man and kick the Wall Street people in the arse as swiftly as possible because essentially the game is up. He's saying, look, the West is still supporting this odd notion that paper rules, that paper can suffice for physical in the gold and silver realm. It can't. He gave us numerous examples of why that's happening. And these are all factors that imply there is going to be a significant change to the supply-demand scenario, which is already happening, as you said, with the tightening he's seeing in places where he's dealing in bullion in Hong Kong, especially in Switzerland. He's got clients that cannot get a large order of silver or gold filled because they're being taunted with premiums in paper markets. So instead of settling their contracts and getting and delivering and taking all that physical gold or silver out of the market, they're being taunted by taking cash premiums above and beyond the value of what that silver or gold is. Of course people are going to do that, but when the gig is up and they realize that what they're giving up on that 10, 15, 20% premium might be in fact a five, 600% gain in the price of silver or gold, that harkens us back to what are the red flags? Where are we in comparison to 2008? My argument is we're right there. We're right where we were in 2006, 7, approaching that 
terrible moment in time in which we almost saw a big chunk of the world, uh, you know, go to dust. Just, we we stood on the precipice and and looked out into the nobody knows the this, of course, because we all go about our days. But you know, but how that's do you, the point. How do you mean that we're we're seeing the two thousand and eight um, event unfold? rhyming as it were we're seeing a repeat of history why are you saying that well we we have indicative patterns that are very similar to what we saw in 2008 very reminiscent of that time we have um for example the gold silver ratio we, we spent a great amount of time talking about this leading up to that 2008 that gold silver ratio believe it or not rose to 88 to 1 meaning it took 88 ounces of silver to buy 1 ounce of gold now, and if it had only happened once that'd be amazing but this was the fourth such time that had occurred since our doors opened so but, we knew it was going to change and let's explain this to our listeners joining us for the first time the gold and silver ratio is how many ounces of silver it takes to buy an ounce of gold Historically, thousands of years, that was around 16 to 1. Things started to change more in the 20th century. But when that ratio gets big, when you start to see 60, 70, 80 to 1, that's an indication that silver is undervalued. So this is a very important ratio long term in this market. And when in 2011, as an example, we went down to 35 to 1, and silver was up at $50, and gold was around 1900 Well, this is why it's of significance in, in terms of where we are right now. I could not help but go back and look at what was happening in 2008 when the price was beginning its uh, initial ascent towards $21 an ounce at the time. The price of silver had actually, because of the rally this week especially, the price looking back was important. The price of silver back then was trading at around $9.75, just below $10 an ounce. And it inevitably made its way up to, all the way to 2011, up to $49 an ounce, which is over, you know, almost 500%, just shy of 500%. And the all of the, the, the telltale signs that were in place back then have come full circle and are right back here now. And this is not about... Uh, suggesting that any one pattern is more important than the other. It's a group of patterns. It, it involves real estate. The gold to silver ratio is one of those things that we talk about. But in addition to the gold and silver ratio, we're also seeing housing prices. For the first time in the last four or five months, in the U.S. in particular, housing prices are starting to rise faster on a percentage rate than overall income is. And once that starts to happen, that's the trend that's been set in place here in Canada as well, where you get these exorbitant jumps in home values, but income is not meeting that same type of gain. Yeah, because what you're seeing there is initially the government uh, drops interest rates. People see an opportunity to borrow more money, so all of a sudden they can get more home for their dollar. They jump in. And it starts the upward trend where the next person comes in, the next person comes in is, is having to pay, to pay more and more each time. And then you end up with what you just said, where incomes aren't keeping up with the amount of borrowing. And of course, now the government has to somehow stamp that out, that bubble that they created by trying to create new regulations to stop it when in the first place they should have just, you know, just taken the pain in the beginning. And that would have helped the economy. But the government always wants to take the easy way out. Well, listen, if you're getting into the market and you want to know more about gold and silver, the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com. I'll remind our listeners as we go through this show today, we'll be talking about different ways to 
own gold and silver, all of which are physical, whether you're taking it home or using our e-store and putting it into storage through our depository program, whether you're using allocated financing, which we'll talk about in the show in the next segment, or whether you're putting it into a registered account, that's right, holding gold and silver in an RRSP, a TFSA, or any number of retirement options there, we are here to support you. We want our clients, Jeremy, to be part of the lucky ones who make that fortune. And this is the right setup for it. This is the right time and place. We have an upcoming seminar. No better is there a place to learn than at these seminars. We talk about wealth. May the 5th, coming up at Aloft Suite and Hotel over by the Vaughn Mills Shopping Center. Go to our website to find out more details and get registered. There are only a handful of seats left, so it is important to get in touch with us and get a couple of seats put aside for you. And when we come back, we're going to spend a little more time talking about the difference between 2008 and 2018. Have we done this enough? Is it the same setup? Will we see that 500% increase in silver? We'll find out. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to segment number two of The Real Money Show. You are listening with Guildhall Wealth Management as your host. I'm Darren Long. Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall, is here also. And that first segment, Jeremy, lots to talk about. And before we get going, the number to call, it's an important number, folks, one eight seven seven eight silver That's the number you can use to book a seat or two, maybe three, if you're a planner, an advisor, somebody in the industry who'd like to bring a group, we can do private seminars or group seminars for you, but we do have an important seminar coming up May the 5th at Aloft Suites and Hotel. It's over by Vaughn Mills. It's easy place to get to right off the 400 highway. You can shop when you're done or before you get there. It'll be 10 a.m. on Saturday, May the 5th, and we'd love to see you there. Talk about gold and silver, how to get it into your portfolio, the different types of accounts we offer. See some bullion. See some colored diamonds as well. We'll have those there and talk about those as well. And uh, Jeremy, I'm excited for the event. Yeah, and, and find out if this is the right market for you. You know, we're on the radio. We've been here for over 10 years talking about the fact that people should have some physical precious metals and tangible assets in their portfolio. And a lot of people figure that that's something that they don't need. But why don't you come to the come to the seminar and find out if this is something that is going to work for you. We go over all of the different various ways to invest in the market, uh, the best ways to get involved in the market. Obviously, we feel we we do the best way of doing it because we believe that if you can't hold it, you don't own it. So everything should be physical, 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 but a great way to learn about how to just get into that market. I think a lot of people want to get involved, but they're just not quite sure what those steps they need to take are. And this is a great way to learn that and meet the staff at Guildhall who's going to be working with you uh, to to build that portfolio. All right. When we went to break, we were talking about fortunes being made. And this is a market in particular, which is of great interest to us. We've been here since 2002, Jeremy. We've seen those fortunes made time and time again. We'd love for our clients and our listeners to be among those few that are astute enough to take hold of this while the opportunity and the getting is good, so to speak, at these lower values here in gold and silver markets uh, and be part of this huge, huge, amazing opportunity, which is just owning gold and silver. Especially since 
right now, because the market is undervalued, this is where you want to make that entry point. You don't want to be making that entry point after the price of silver has made the move to $40, $50. And not only are you paying more for the physical ounce, but the premiums are probably going to be much, much higher. And we don't know what the supply side of the market's going to look like at that point. We've gone through phases where delivery times were really slow. And this is when the market has been, the price of the metals have been a little lower. Now, over the last couple of years, Darren, we were just saying off air that the price of the metals are slowly creeping higher, almost a stealth bull market before anyone's really noticed that. And again, what another opportunity to get in before silver breaks 20, because once it does, it's off to the races. It is off to the races, and to get there uh, is going to take, obviously, a a first step. It's providing a solution for our listeners. Um, If you have a dead horse in that portfolio that's not functioning, maybe you want to put gold and silver into your RSP or TFSA or set up something for the kids. I've done it with my RESPs. It's a very simple process to do and undertake, and it takes uh, 15, 20 minutes of your time to actually open up the account and another few days while you wait for the transfer to come. If you have an existing account, we can also deal with that. We can move money from other different institutions that you're currently partnered with. We don't need to call uh, ahead. We can just make the request for funds based on your needs, and that's what's most important to us, you, the actual listener. one silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com, the website. There you will get a ton of information on all of these topics we're discussing. You'll be able to see the blog. You'll be able to get updated about the seminar that we have coming up on May 5th. We'd love for you to be there. It's going to be all of the things we're discussing now and much, much more. And Jeremy, as we get back to this notion of what 2008 was and the cyclical patterns of markets and where we are in 2018, I can't help but think that oil is another topic that is very near and dear to our hearts. We are currently in the process of seeing gas prices per liter jump. And I would not hesitate to guess that many of you are feeling that pinch right now as we see in the GTA gas prices rise to as much as 140 a liter. Folks, they're not going to be fast to put those back down. You're not going to see a dollar a liter, dollar five, dollar ten. The good old days of gas under a dollar, in fact, are long gone. It's just not going to happen. We have to get used to that fact. But here is something that you must see in terms of an indicator or a red flag. Once that barrel of oil, as it did back in 2008, starts to slowly creep up in price, In the U.S. markets, the world markets, we are in that $65, $66, $67 range U.S. per barrel of oil. That is another key indication that we're cycling through another up phase in pricing for gold and silver. Gold in particular has a very tight relationship with oil, and it has for decades. And when that oil price starts to rise, especially coming into the summer driving season, there is a correlation with higher gold prices. Now, we know that gold literally leads the charge every single market we've been in since 2002, and that's what we're seeing, Jeremy. We saw gold make the attempt to get to 1400 over this past week and a half. Silver followed with a nice move up to about $17.20, and we were hoping that there would be one more little pullback to allow clients to take advantage of this pricing, and they are in droves. This has been a very busy week for buyers. If you're going to our website, many people are using the e-store option, which is shopping online from the comfort of home, adding gold bars, silver bars, coins, or a combination of both. 
We had a lot of depository accounts open over the last couple of weeks. That's for people who want to store metal through Guildhall Services, have it allocated in their name. And uh, this relationship with oil, Jeremy, it's one which spans a test of time because if we look back, we saw that a barrel oil in 2008 was quickly becoming far more expensive on its way ultimately to as high as almost 150 US per barrel. And, and oil prices is often indication of inflation. This inflation is something that's really hard to grasp short term because you don't really see it happening around you. And oil is obviously a, a, a sort of a, a real in your face example of inflation happening where you can see the price rising pretty rapidly. It's not like when you go to buy uh, regular goods and services, do you see the price rising rapidly? Uh, you see prices moving slowly, incrementally, but when you see it in the oil prices, you know that it's happening because it's affecting your your pocketbook right away. And so we know that oil going up right now, gas prices going up right now, we are right back to 2008 in that regard. And you have to protect against inflation somehow. You know, otherwise you're just on a, you're just on that, that, uh, that running wheel and you're in the rat race and you find that it's like being in quicksand. You just have to run faster and faster and faster to keep up with inflation, to keep up with the standard of living you had five years ago, 10 years ago, because the, 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 what you're looking for is your purchasing power is being eroded constantly. And by holding physical gold and silver, you're maintaining your purchasing power and growing your purchasing power, especially if you hold it long term. I find a lot of times we want to time the market perfectly. Look, you want to buy low. You want to sell high. It's pretty obvious. Don't try to get too fancy with the specific day and time. You're never going to open a newspaper and the horoscope's going to say today's the day you have to buy. You never know when you're going to need the insurance. You never, you just don't know. And you've got home insurance, life insurance, car insurance, and you just don't know when you're going to need it. So you want to have it at all times. Better to be a, you know, a month early than a day late in this market. Get that insurance policy now. Oil is an indication that inflation is on its way. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is our website. Use both and find out more about this marketplace. It is a wonderful place for you to investigate, to do your due diligence. And if you're on the precipice of owning some gold and silver, or you're looking to increase your holdings, we are Canada's experts. So this is the place to do it. We have a myriad of products available for you in both gold and silver. We're going to talk a little bit about natural fancy colored diamonds shortly. And Jeremy, on the point of oil, This also harkens back to the old topic of geopolitics, and oil is a very sensitive topic because, of course, oil relates very closely to what kind of policy decisions the U.S. will make. You can't help but tie the two together, having recently seen the U.S. get involved in not just Syria, but also with Syria and Russia, and also with China, three major players in the oil industry. Voila, there's the big, huge elephant in the room, folks. It is self-serving. The U.S. does not get involved in geopolitical problems unless they have something they need. The same thing like has a pipeline been absolutely. The same thing has been repeated <laughs> time and time again. In this case, I believe it's the U.S. dollar. They want to keep the control of the U.S. dollar. U.S. is very concerned that both Russia and China, two of the world's superpowers, are going to find more creative ways as time goes on to stop using the U.S. dollar. So when I say that, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on that particular topic? I immediately think of the petrol one. 
the idea of of China being able to acquire um, oil and the people who are selling it to them can either take the yuan or take gold. And we know that a lot of its trading partners like Iran and Russia, for example, uh, they don't want to use the U.S. dollar, um, you know, when it's Russian sanctions against Russia or they want to take away the SWIFT system. They, they're looking for alternatives. And we do know that that Russia, China, um, they're buying a lot of gold. They want to they want to shore up their finances for when there's a monetary reset. We know a monetary reset is going to come. It always does. And uh, the U.S. dollar is not going to be the world's reserve currency forever, just like the British pound was not the reserve currency forever. And so the chess pieces are going to move around the board. And I, I see the Petro one as just one more example of countries outside the U.S. that are trying to circumvent the strength of the U.S. dollar. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website to go to. May 5th, we have a seminar coming up. We're going to talk about these topics there. Jeremy, you'll be presenting, I believe, and you will span the broad spectrum of ideas as they relate to wealth and how to own gold and silver. It is at Aloff Suites over by the Vaughn Mill Shopping Centre. Easy location to get to. We're going to be kicking off at 10 a.m. Our website will tell you everything there is to know about that. And you can get registered right there at guildhallwealth.com. Now, Jeremy, before we go to break here, let's talk about some of the ideas that we are going to be putting into uh, ways to get creative about ownership for gold and silver. Most people think of gold and silver and say, hey, let's just buy it. And uh, if I own a piece of it, uh, uh, you know, some people refer to them as slabs. Some people don't even know what it's called. I just want some wafers or something like that. Well, part of that process is learning more about all of these aspects. When we come back in the next segment, let's talk a little bit about the specific products that we offer people uh, and what's most popular and what people are doing. We'll talk a little bit about collateralized financing. And another thing that we want to share with you that's very eerily similar to 2008, which is the disregard, and I mean blatant disregard for what debt is going to do to our children and their children. We did not learn, folks, from 2008, and we are not paying attention now. So when we come back, let's talk about that and much, much more. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, and Jeremy, we are in the third segment here, and we do like to talk about how much we love the concept of hard assets, but... Hard asset portfolios are not complete without a discussion involving colored diamonds. Now, we've talked about the various fundamentals and all of the variables involved in the markets, which drive markets in the little side of things. When we're talking about oil and the gold to silver ratio, these are, folks, the same things that will put pressure upwards on pricing in colored diamonds because colored diamonds, after all, are considered hard assets. They are like gold and silver. They do respond to things like inflation And Jeremy, as we develop this concept, and we are leaders in this field, we have taken owning a colored diamond and infused that with wearing a colored diamond, and we call it wealth to wear, folks, but it is something that we pride ourselves on sharing with our clientele. It is a wonderful way to enjoy the investment, not to just allow it to sit there and uh, do nothing with. And we've come to, to some understanding, shall we say, about the importance it plays as a role in people's lives, that sentimental value, the engagement ring. So we've produced something for our clients and we're excited about it. Yeah. So think about it this way. Typically, those who are getting 
into an engagement ring, for example, they might know a, know a guy who can get them a diamond for who a good a price, guy. who knows, knows a guy, guy, who knows a guy, or they're going to a major box store uh, retailer to get that ring. Now, in terms of those rings, everyone's looking for an effect. They want, they know what shape they want, they know what size they want. So the clarity of the diamond, um, how well that diamond is cut, um, the color of the diamond, you know, whether it's D, which is the highest quality, uh, down through H, which is kind of another, it's pretty further down, what are all the qualities that we're looking for? And not only that, but by the time a white diamond and the fabricated piece of jewelry gets to a retail store, it's gone through a lot of hands. And there's a lot of overhead to cover throughout the whole thing. And what you're ending up with is not something necessarily that's going to rise in value over time. We just, in my experience, we've been doing this for over 10 years and we have not seen any of those type of diamonds rise in value. Uh, you have to have a very large, very incredibly good quality white diamond for it to uh, appreciate in value. So this brings us to Guildhall. Number one, colored diamonds give you incredible individuality. Not everybody is wearing a yellow diamond. Not everybody is wearing a pink diamond. And not everybody is wearing custom-made jewelry as well. And our jeweler is second to none, and he only works with colored diamonds. So what we end up with is super high-quality, very rare, natural fancy colored diamonds in bespoke jewelry at less than you would pay for a white diamond. And these diamonds are rising in value. So it becomes just a win-win-win for everybody. And we encourage you to, to come and learn more about um, putting a loose diamond into a setting and being able to enjoy it. And I'll give you an example. You know, um, every woman wants that white diamond. Uh, it's ingrained from a very, very young age. And I remember my wife did not want a colored diamond when we were uh, discussing engagement or the time was coming. And she kind of knew it was going to be a yellow. And But when she saw the diamond, she fell in love with it instantly. And, of course, it was different than all of her friends. And then what happened is friends of friends noticed and family members noticed. And all of a sudden, there's all these other people that saying, well, I want what what she has. And that's what happens in the in the diamond market, and that's what happens in colored diamonds. And even when we've helped people with white diamonds, we've noticed that the quality of the white diamonds are so much better um, that, you know, they're just, the whites are whiter and it just gets more attention. So we love the idea of jewelry. We love the idea of investment jewelry because I don't think the idea of, well, it's never going to come off her finger, so it really doesn't matter what I pay. No, it does. Uh, you don't want to pass that on to a, a family member if that's where you know, as generational wealth, and then they decide that they don't want it, they want to sell it, and they find out that it's not really worth anything. You want something that's going to continue to rise in value as if you went up into the attic one day and discovered a group of seven painting. That's what these diamonds do. They just keep rising in value. So go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, take a look at the loose color diamonds that we have. Any one of those can be put into jewelry, or we have some new pieces that we've created that you can take a look at, make an appointment, come to the office, and, and you can look at those and 
discover more about the process. Watch our Instagram. They'll be going up on there from time to time. We put a lot of pictures up there. My own Instagram, I posted one today and uh, already a number of hits that are coming across the board of people saying incredible and would love to see it. So this is an awesome opportunity for you not only to put something on a loved one's finger to ask that all-important life question, but also an investment, which down the line might mean the difference between your kids paying for school and not. And that's why I love this idea of wealth to wear. What was that very important question, Darren? Well, that very important question, Jeremy, might be, uh, will you marry me? Ooh, I I don't know. I I don't know if if I'm ready for this. Well, I'm happily married and happy to report that my wife is sporting a beautiful ring, and I'm very happy she is. Uh, But it did mean something to me and being involved in Colored Diamonds is a way not only for us to prepare ourselves to protect our wealth, but also in Colored Diamonds to share with loved ones what they mean to us. So we're excited about that. The seminar coming up May the 5th at Aloft Suites in at Vaughn Mills in the shopping area there. Uh, It's a hotel which is easy to find at the 151 or 150 Bass Pro Mills Drive, I believe. And it's right off the 400, so we have limited seating for a room. It'll be a very nice way for you to see Color Diamonds, to see some bullion. And uh, Jeremy, you're going to be presenting, correct? I am. And, uh, you know, look, Color Diamonds, they've continued to do very well at auction. In fact, uh, there was a three and a half carat blue diamond that uh, fetched a record 6.7 million. So they continue to do well at auction. These diamonds are very rare. As an example, a one carat vivid between one and three carat, a radiant cut, you might see around 50 of those a year between one and 30 carats. So very, very small amount of diamonds get out there to the market. Guildhall is out there constantly searching for the best of the best. And not all diamonds are created equal. Not every vivid, internally flawless is a fantastic diamond. The cut might be too it might be too narrow, it might be too shallow. Um, you know, we're just looking at a couple of factors when you say vivid, internally flawless. There's a lot more to it, and we search out quality, quality, quality. That translates into value, and that translates into um, increased value over time. So the other part of what we do at Guildhall is we, we own these diamonds. We're not selling on behalf of someone else. We've acquired them. We've invested in them. We have skin in the game, and that's a big, big difference between us and a lot of other type of colored diamond dealers out there. one silver or guildhallwealth.com. We have a diamond section there on the website and you can find out more information about why you would consider an investment in a colored diamond. These are markets, folks, which do have significant impact to wealth. And uh, this week, not only did we have the opportunity to speak with Andrew McGuire, but I also had the opportunity to catch up with an old colleague of mine Uh, who manages and is the owner and creator of a firm in the GTA, and I will for many reasons leave the name out, but he manages very, very ultra-high net worth individuals and families' uh, money. And I had the opportunity to talk to him. He had called me to ask if I had any uh, decent size Argyle pink diamonds that he could put out for offer on his deal sheets that his offers go out to uh, his clientele and they pick up real estate and collectibles, they're into art and uh, wine and among other things, colored diamonds. And I had a candid conversation about what wealth is doing right now. And he was very, very easygoing about telling me there was no barrier to telling me that 
the most wealthiest of individuals he dealing, he's dealing with. In fact, these are families with $100 million worth of wealth or more. They're all doing one of or not the same kind of things with their money. What's that? They're not speculating on whether or not the stock market's going to go 20, 30% higher, 40% higher. They're all in the same boat when it comes to the expectation that now the time has come and gone. So if I had real wealth, Am I putting it in the stock market? Am I holding cash? What am I doing? As I see, he said to me, they're very simple. They're accumulating cheap assets, which for them happens to be some silver and gold. They find silver in particular to be of great interest, but it's bulky, so it has to be stored. They're accumulating uh, assets that are uh, certainly depressed, so they're looking in emerging markets. They're not focusing on the North American markets. They're not putting the bulk of their wealth into stock markets right now. They are waiting for a moment in time, and folks, this is really how the wealth is generated by saying 20 or 30 or 40% return is fantastic, but if it means I have to wait 24 months or 36 months to make 5 or 6 or 800% return on my money, I'm going to wait. So they're idly sitting by accumulating gold, accumulating silver, other hard assets and diamonds and uh, cash, and that cash is going to be very, very critical for them when the proverbial you-know-what hits the fan, and it will. And Jeremy, I think you share somewhat of the same opinion. Yeah, and we're going to talk about debt in the upcoming segment and just why you should be being defensive with your portfolio. But looking long-term, I think one of the reasons why people look at a colored diamond long-term is because we all have plans. We all make our plans. Let's say, Darren, you were just talking about North American stock market. Maybe you've invested with a, a company that's in in, in doing... Uh, mutual funds all within the North American stock market, et cetera. And sometimes our plans don't they don't they don't work out the way we want it. They fall through. And by having a hard asset, tangible asset long term, that's something that you can count on. And so by having a small portion in a diamond, it's not a liquid market. It's not like a stock that you can buy and sell on a on you know uh, online or whatnot. Uh, gold and silver is also quite liquid. But this is something you're going to hold on to for a very long time, not think about, and hope that you don't have to sell it. Hope that it is something that you can uh, pass on through generations or it just becomes part of your wealth overall. And, you know, you get it appraised every few years to find out where you are. But let's say the plans didn't work out. Well, you still have this. And that's, that's, that's security. That is, in fact, security. Jeremy, and the number to call to get some of that security, to get involved in the Color Diamond market is one silver The website to go to is guildhallwealth.com. We'd be happy to have you in office for a diamond viewing to set up a time. You can use that number and find out more about this exciting investment opportunity. Now, when we come back, Jeremy, in the fourth segment, we're going to tie it all together. Has everything really just gone the same way as we saw before or has something really changed here since 2008? Have we learned any lessons? We're going to talk about allocated financing and how to get a few free grams of gold into your pocket. You can, folks, if you're interested in buying gold and silver, simply go over to the website, use the e-store, shop online, top right of the website. You can get there and buy whatever you see fit to add to your portfolio. Some of you will be stackers, and that's a great way to get started and add more to your stack. 
You can, of course, call and get a registered account open. You can move money from an existing RSP or TFSA, bring it over to Guildhall with our partner QuestTrade and get allocated, segregated product that's in your name that you can view, see, and put towards the benefits of having a registered account or TFSA. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here we are for segment, The Real Money Show. Jeremy, we took a break there, and during the break, we were just discussing how excited we are about what lies ahead in the market. And today, folks, we've been talking about and discussing the notion, has anything changed? Have we learned from the mistakes we made in the early 2000s, culminating with a near economic complete meltdown in 2008 versus where we are in 2018, some 10 years later? And our argument is that many of the red flags that were flashed leading up to 2008 are now here again, and not only are they here again, but in full effect. We've also been talking about colored diamonds and, Jeremy, the wealth-to-wear idea of ownership for an investor, for me, I just cannot get that out of my head, how awesome that opportunity is and, and what that means to somebody. Not everybody also, remember, is going to be a person who wants to own something for a lifetime. Sometimes uh, an individual, a woman or otherwise that might like to have beautiful jewelry on, but an investment, so to speak, do they like the concept of being able to have wealth to wear and then being able to change it up maybe six, seven, ten years down the road with a new piece? Of course, because what happens is, is let's say whether you're on a second marriage, whether it's an anniversary Speaking of anniversaries, I mean, that's that's where you'd want to do something like this and, and put a, a beautiful colored diamond into a, a cocktail ring or something. You know, you've got, you know, your your kids are grown up. They're having their weddings. You had your starter diamond with your engagement ring and you want to show how successful you are and how things are going great. And as we discussed in the last segment, you want everyone else to say, oh, my gosh, I want what she has. And so you go and you get a cocktail ring made with, uh, you know, let's say some small pinks in it or a center stone with a large yellow and really show off um you know, the individuality of the colored diamond. So it's a great idea. We see all types of people getting involved in that market. And we see that at auction too, Darren, where all of these incredible diamonds that are breaking record after record, you know, a three and a half carat blue is in a setting, <laughs> you know, uh, someone's wearing it somewhere at, at some point. So, you know, you might not take it out of the vault every day, but there are going to be occasions where you wear it. Actually, I was just reading in this book about the the family the family jewels or the crown jewels, I should say, and there was a pink diamond that the queen received for her wedding, and she's only worn it three times. I think she wore it to Charles' wedding, um, some other major major event. Now, of course, she has a lot in the rotation, but. It's it's still one of those things that, yeah, something that's really special. Maybe you don't take it out, but it is part of the wealth. Well, she's rumored to be potentially retiring, so maybe she'll be having a night out in the town. You never know when she might want to sport that beautiful pink diamond. But there's a perfect example, folks, of family wealth, generational wealth, in which they're holding on to something like that for a lifetime, for an eternity. It's not always something you want to look at towards being a speculative short-term investment. So when we're talking about these investments, Jeremy, and we're really delving in on have we learned anything, well, one of the reasons we're still here and on air and stronger than ever and our client base is larger than ever is because people are starting to realize that the time has changed, that 
although we've moved forward by 10 years and we've gone through a whole boom in terms of economic activity in Canada, the cycle definitely has to come to an end and those harsh realities will repeat themselves. No more is this uh, self-evident than in the area of debt. So what say you about debt in this day and age? I'm of the opinion that we haven't learned. In fact, that is so high now and out of control, especially here in Canada, that it's going to become a major player in how high something like gold and silver goes. Yeah, I think that, you know, you want to revisit 2008. One of the biggest issues we had in 2008 is that the, the debt, and wait for it, wait for it, was in at the $10 trillion level in the States. And now it's over $21 trillion. Hmm, and half. we have not learned- half what it was. Yeah, we've not learned anything. Jeez. So when you, when you want to say that things are getting back to normal, but the debts are twice as high as they were 10 years ago, they're trying to get interest rates to where? You think they're going to get interest rates to 7% where they were back in 2007? I don't think so. Not before the next major recession hits and not before you end up with something like stagflation where inflation's happening, but there's no there's no GDP, there's no economy. You know, you can go on to, to the MSM and watch them and say, everything's so good. Look at all these statistics. They are not that good out there. And you've got to be looking beyond the surface there and get get deeper. The The, the GDP... They are not producing enough to pay off these debts. Now, the only way they're going to pay it off is with a lower dollar, or you're going to print a lot more money and pay off your creditors. But that money is not what it was worth 10 years ago. Greenspan said said it best when he said, we will always pay our debts, but we just can't guarantee the purchasing power of those dollars when we do. And ultimately, you have to protect against this. Look, the governments, the banks, they'll take the easy way out. They do not want the pain. They've got to be, they've got to get elected in three years, four years. You think they're going to take the hard route? You think they're going to stand up at the podium and say, you're in for some hard times. We have to raise taxes. You have to, we have to pay off all these debts. No, they're going to pass it off to the next generation. They're as selfish as anybody else. They're as greedy as anybody else. They do not have the best, the, the interest of people at heart when they can take the easy, easy route out. It's like an alcoholic. They're not going to take, they're not going to say, that's it. I quit. We have to protect ourselves. People have to protect themselves. What we find uh, customers that come to Guildhall, what they all have in com- common is they're taking their financial future into their own hands. And by having some physical gold and silver in their portfolio, they know that there is zero counterparty risk. It's my asset. I own it, whether it's in the vault, fully allocated, fully segregated with their serial numbers, go to visit their product, hold it in their hand, whether they're holding it in their RSP, where again, they're getting the serial numbers for the product, holding it in their hand, going to the vault to personally audit. It's their product. No one else owns it. Even with the allocated financing, Darren, it's their product. They can go to the vault, personally hold it in their hands. Show me another precious metal investment like the ETF or a pool account where you can do that. You You, can't. You can't. Doesn't exist, folks. That's why we're the experts in Canada. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver or to guildhallwealth.com, which is our website. And there you'll find a myriad of information about gold and silver, how to get into these markets and all the accounts we've talked about today. And Jeremy, I can't help but come to the conclusion that as this problem persists about the world economy and and its um, fragility, if you will, I can't help but think that volatility is is slowly becoming our friend again. We know and we recognize that gold and silver are the most, not the most stable of assets you can own in the entire world. 
gold certainly more stable than um, silver has been. But in terms of that, we also acknowledge that there is a certain level of a mentality that goes into understanding risk and understanding due diligence when you own assets like this. And I, but, and I think, Darren, as well, just to add to that, that the fact that the debt is nowhere near what it was in 2008. And yes, there's a similarity. There's debt. What's very different is the debts are much, much bigger. And when you have these massive massive debts, you run out of options. And by the way, we did see this week that Deutsche Bank just fired a bunch of American bankers. I think it was like four or 500 something from there. So that's something that's similar as well. Bankers getting, losing their jobs. Well, listen, coming up to the near term within the next 12 months, we have, and I expect we'll see more pundits talking about ridiculous price highs. There, you know, used to be people would write and talk about $5,000 an ounce uh, in gold or maybe even a little higher than that. Then one of the noted individuals of our industry came out and wrote a book about gold going to 10000 an ounce and stated his case. I have on two separate occasions now come across people who have written articles detailing why they believe the price of gold is going to twenty to $25,000 an ounce. This doesn't just happen overnight. These aren't people who have, you know, any issues uh, known anyways. To me, these are people who are intellects that are talking about things that have already happened and transpired, and they're taking a look at the broader picture and getting involved in those markets prior to something like that happening. Because- oh my God, could you imagine? Imagine how your wealth with your family would look if you bought silver at $16 and change and you put 10, 20% of your wealth into it and the price of silver went to $60, $70 conservatively. Yeah, I know. Price is what you pay and value is what you get, right? And ultimately, yeah, there's a cost to get into the market. We're buying a physical commodity. It's going to cost you a little over a dollar an ounce to buy physical silver, over $2 an ounce if you're buying coins. But what's a dollar per ounce? You're still getting it very, very low. But what you can do with it, Darren, now that's that's what we want to talk about right now. Well, we had an interesting conversation this week with Andrew McGuire, and he talked about 1650 being a very nice range for buying. And he was ecstatic to be able to get filled uh, on some of his purchasing at 1650 in that range. And uh, said that although certainly any market's capable of fluctuating here and there, this range was a particularly great range for buyers right now. And that call was about a half hour long. We had time to speak with Andrew on multiple topics. We're dealing with Andrew and other business issues and talking about how we can uh, expand our offerings at Guildhall. And it's exciting time for gold and silver. And uh, 2018, nothing has changed, Jeremy. We're going into this with an open mindset. One of the awesome ways that you can own gold and silver is what we call allocated financing. That, folks, believe it or not, is very similar to what you see in a mortgage. Now, Aside from the house and buying a house, which you're not going to do at this point in time, I'm not your planner advisor, I'm just talking personally, I don't like the real estate market, but to think of it like a mortgage is the easiest way to explain allocated financing. You buy the house, you put up a percentage of the funds, you own the house, you get to decorate the house you want, you get to add a basement, finished basement, a new kitchen, and increase the equity of the home. That equity is yours. And at the end of the day, as the market progresses, whatever the increase in value is goes against whatever is left on the mortgage and the net outcome is yours. You make value, gain value in these markets as you hold, maintain, and own that house. Same thing with allocated financing. 
you're being given the opportunity to put down a fraction of the cost of silver. In this case, as little as $7.50 an ounce where we are right now. That means you're paying $7.50 an ounce for silver. You have some debt, like a mortgage. As the value of that account rises, you might make changes to your account. You might decide to buy or sell a little. We've got all of that covered in this type of account where you own have title and segregated product. Next week, we're going to do a little more on this particular topic. We're going to close up now, but it is an exciting way to get in there. You can do it anytime you want. Yeah. And what it allows you to do is to put up less money at this point in time, but you only need a $7 move in the market to actually double what you've invested. So that's an exciting way to to deal with precious metals. We'll talk more about that as the weeks progress. This is The Real Money Show. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver The website to use. Use it often. Get on our precious metals mailer and get an investment kit so you can make great decisions for you and your family is guildhallwealth.com. You have been listening to The Real Money Show hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. We thank you for tuning in this week and you have been listening on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.